It's because you didn't eat bacon. I know. You're like, I didn't eat bacon, so I'm eating healthy. I know. Today, I had your breakfast, and I focused the order sausage and not bacon. This is No Politics at the Dinner Table. I'm Tony Biancasino. And I'm Alan Prakash. Tonight, we say goodbye to the failed presidential run of the Zodiac Killer while eating a bucket of fried chicken. Goodbye, Zodiac Killer. Montauk beer. We um, we got sent a couple twelve packs of beer, some beer koozies from uh, Montauk beer. I can't tell you how excited I am about that. What have you learned? Uh, I've learned that not only do I love the beer, I love the organization. Oh, I, I thought mean, you would have said like you learned that begging works. <laughs> that too, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Begging, desperation. Yes, right, right, right. Some just, people find it like pleading. During. Yeah, right. We get free stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, what are we doing? The Zodiac Killer's done. Yeah, Zodiac is Carly out. Carly is yep. done. Yeah. Kasich, Kasich done. Kasich is out. And who is the nominee for yeah. the Republican Party? I've got to say, you called this probably last September? Of course. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to say that, you know, you call this last September, um, the people who are paid lots of money to yeah. call this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, here's what they were saying in last September. Um, so um, are we call people out right, right now. Well, I mean, I think it's important. Right. Call so so New York Times columnist, uh, columnist, no less uh, Ross Duthot. Yeah. Um, here's what he tweeted out September 25th, 2015. Oh, boy. Bring it. The entire commentariat is going to feel a little silly when Marco Rubio wins every Republican primary. And All right. <laughs> okay. We should have All a right. buzzer. Do we have okay. a buzzer? <laughs> right. uh, Washington Post. Dana Milbank. Again, another well-known writer on politics. He, he titles the column, Trump will lose or I will eat this column. Oh, my God. And within that, he says, the day Trump clinches the nomination, I will eat the page on which this column is printed in Sunday's post. Did he eat it? I don't know. Oh, he's got to eat <laughs> it. Bon appetit, uh, Dana. Um, oh, my God. And then finally, okay, so that was, we'll give them some slack, all right? So yeah. that was, you know, they were not as prescient as you. But February this year, 2016, once again, Ross thought. I don't know what's going to happen, and neither do you, but Donald Trump is not going to be the nominee. Good night. Oh, all right. He doubled down. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't know. believe we right? call that right? doubling down. Five months later. Five months later. Oh, my God. Um, he did so, it. This is basically trying to sort of will into reality something that people didn't you know, want to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, you know, this has happened. And I don't know. I mean, I... <sighs> We talked about this before. I'm not really so sad to see Ted Cruz of all no, people No, he's the Zodiac yeah. Killer. He's legit the Zodiac <laughs> Killer. Did you see Larry Wilmore? Uh, yeah, Larry Wilmore oh, was pretty good. I thought he, he was, was great. You know, he was roundly criticized in the press because, of course, he's killing the press. Killing right? the he's press. attacking them face to face. Oh, Wolf Blitzer uh, so when he went after Wolf Blitzer. I wish I, wish I could have seen that entire thing with oh. just a split screen of where Larry Wilmore and Wolf, Wolf Blitzer's face oh, the entire time. Oh, my God. Stone face. That was amazing. Uh, did not crack a smile at all. Um, yeah, so these are humorless people. Anyway, um, so yeah, so Donald Trump, I mean, this is it now. Now already um, he started, you know, levying the attacks on Hillary Clinton. Yeah. You know, 
just today on her judgment and so on. Well, um, he's not attacking her yet. He's just setting it you up. Know, yeah, exactly. This he's is sort of, you know, he's, you know, he's teeing it up. That's, that's right. Um, the other news, of course, is that Bernie Sanders won Indiana. He did. Right? Um, Which I think I predicted in September as well. I don't know about that, but we can <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's let's check the logs. Um, so he did he did well. Um, he came away with forty four delegates. She with thirty eight. Um, he's still down by approximately three hundred delegates. Yeah, he's not gonna yeah. Win. So I think um, the main thing right now is that if he's not going to win. Um, what's the point of him staying in? I think that's what a lot of the people in the Democratic establishment who have been yeah. kind of pro-Hillary this whole time, now that it's very, I mean, statistically, it's so unlikely that he'll catch up to her. Um, what is the point of hanging around except but to do damage to her? Um, I think that's one of the, the, the arguments that's out there. Yeah. What do you think about that argument? I th- I don't believe it. I think that they're sticking in because they're, crazy and think that they can win <laughs> yeah you, th- you think, think so yeah. yeah because they've gone so far and they just want another state and and because there's still a chance even if it's not real okay well that's the, kind of their whole campaign is the, like the bernie campaign their point that they're making is that okay what if we get there and it's really slim right the pledge delegate difference right? right right and their argument is you know so super delegates only came about in 1982 and their whole point was not to pledge before the convention, right. but to actually do it at the convention after the primary process has you know, gone through. And superdelegates can then sort of vote their conscience on the floor. Right. Right. Um, and so the Sanders campaign is basically saying that how is it that already in September, four or five hundred of these superdelegates had already pledged to Hillary Clinton right. when... The convention is in July. Yeah. Um, and therefore, it should be the case that since they're supposed to vote only in July, that they can make up their minds in July, and then there might be a possibility for them to come out on top. I think it's highly unlikely. Yeah. Um, but um, what do you think about that rationale? Is that legit? Uh, I mean, I get why people want him to drop out. I think he should stick in just because... Until the, it's statistically impossible, I think it, it would just make sense for that campaign to... But you know, why never give up? Uh, because that's the whole point of their campaign is that no one we never had a chance. That's no one ever gave him a chance. And since they did win, I think if he would have got blown out in Indiana and then beaten again in mm-hmm. West Virginia, I would say time to balance. Yeah, but yeah. I think he just won. So he can justify staying in. It's interesting. All of Hillary's surrogates have said that he should drop out. Right. But she has not said that. No. And well, today on CNN, she said she feels bad. She stuck in until the end. She actually acknowledged we, <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. Well, so, that, I mean, that's that's convenient um, that eight years later. Because, I mean, in, in 2008, she stayed till June 7th. Right. Right? So well, I think that's what she's saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, I mean, uh, it's it's a very convenient use of hindsight, right? Is that, of course. You know, that, oh, you know, now, you know, I, if I could do it differently. Right. Um, it's 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 a bit too self-serving for, right. you know. You think I it mean, was sneaky. Yeah, I mean, you just think it's just, you know, it's strategic, right? That, you know, get out now, Bernie, because, you know, I need to start yeah. sharpening my knives for Trump. Um, she dropped an ad today on Trump, so yeah. she's already going after him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, I mean, I think she's just worried that she's going to have to sort of fight on two fronts. Yeah. Um, okay, so the other thing that I wanted to raise was that another reason that people are saying that 
Bernie should stick with it, even if he has no chance at all of, of getting it, which is probably the case, um, is that he sh- will be able to shape the Democratic Party platform uh-huh. on the, at the convention itself. Right. That, you know, the fight for 15 um, increase some sort of serious increase or at least the platform is aiming for single payer, that sort of thing. Right. Um, that could be sort of conceivable. Right. But again, the Hillary surrogates have come out and said that that's not going to happen, uh, that she, he's already forced her to the left um, and any more movement to the left will alienate the middle, which they're going to need come November. Right. So Bernie can plead all he wants. He can get rack up any more delegates, but he's not going to get anything more at the convention. So good luck to him. Yeah. Um, so if that's the rationale, what do you think? I mean, do you, do you think then there should be a floor fight? I mean, I don't know. No, I think <laughs> I hate to say it. I'm kind of on her side. Yeah. I think it's time. I mean, it's over. Yeah. I was going to, I would have come on here today and said, all right, Time to time to get out. Yeah, but because he won Indiana, he won, right? It's a little less pathetic, but at some point, if he continues to lose, it's time to get out. Well, the thing is that they're hanging on because California's on the last day. I know, but and if they, they there's and that's not a slam dunk. They no no, um, but they conceivably could win it, um, and that's the biggest. That's the you know the biggest one. But he would still lose. He would still lose. Yeah, he would so still lose. I I, I would be. I would be pretty against the super delegates, which he wants to get rid of. Right, uh, deciding his actual election. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be a little. That would feel a little weird for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh, I, and I would vote for Trump. What? I would vote for Trump if Bernie uh, got it and won. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I was just my my brain started oozing face. out of my ear. Maybe yeah. you believe that. <laughs> just like, um, okay, like that's how. Yeah. What, what a, right, like right, right, right. That is some history. serious pretzel logic. I was like, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> you really are yeah. an idiot. <laughs> are really, that's stupid. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you know, I mean, I I don't know. It's the the big news is Donald Trump. I don't know what to say. I mean, it's it's happened. I know. Right? I, people have been talking about freaking out. I know. People talking about leaving the country. Leave. I no, hate those no, people. No, I know. I don't I, understand that. You know what? They that. should leave anyway. I don't understand that. Um, but, you know, that that this is the worst, you know. The end and they always say they're moving end. to Canada. Right. Canada like or Canada, Europe or, you know. Like Canada wants you up there. Right. Like right. A, you complainer. Like, just shut up. Yeah. Although Justin Trudeau is pretty cool. No, I like yeah, Canada. Yeah. I'm, I'm defending the Canadians yeah. against these traitors. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Trudeau's did. pretty cool, but then right. he went and like did that fake boxing spar in Brooklyn, and he, oh, he punched like such a pussy. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it was like I, I kind of thought he was badass. <laughs> he had like a tattoo on his arm, and he got in the ring. He has a like, tattoo. Yeah, Justin Trudeau's a big boxing guy. And he got in, and it was I, I I felt very uncomfortable. Listen, he's got a pretty face. He's got to protect. He does. He should yeah. stick to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, so do you want another Montauk? Of course. Right. I want five more Montauk. All right, let's do that. Did you like that Obama dig when he said, you've been hanging out with Steph Curry, which kind of makes sense because you're both like dropping bombs <laughs> from, far away. from far yeah, away. Yeah, that was great. And then a camera sent Obama and I saw him like look down and yeah. he just looked kind of so embarrassed. He was so angry. It was the only time uh, the night I saw him actually like 
it, the uncomfortable embarrassment. Wait, like, oh, there, there was a collective. Oh, I can't believe you did that, right? Yeah, and but I think it was two years ago at the same. And Obama, by the way, is really good at these things. Mm-hmm. He's 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 funny. He's the best. Um, but he made a comment when it was like some joke yeah. he made about. Oh, if you know, it was like Sasha or Malia, they're about to be dating age, and like if anybody treats them wrong, I got two words for you: predator drone. I know, right? I remember that, and, and so that was hilarious, right? But when Larry Wilmore actually says, "By the way, this is your policy," <laughs> <laughs> it's it's objectionable. Right? It was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he looked so sad. Yeah, the truth can hurt sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of foreign policy, um, wait, I just gotta have another sip of this Mondog. It's so good. I know. Now we got to talk about it. We, it's I really think we good. owe him two minutes <laughs> of airtime for our, just, you know. Yeah, it is really good though. Now I'm just paying. I pay for these guys. <laughs> no, they did. That. You know, can you stop? You stop. We have koozies. Yeah. <laughs> right. That'd be a little yeah. much. I was like, hey, yeah, I yeah. bought some koozies. Right, right, Love right. a free six pack. <laughs> okay, um, so the next topic has to do with um, foreign policy. Have you been following what's been going on in Iraq at all? I mean. No, no. Okay, do okay. I need to be. It's all right. A well, disaster, so, right? yeah. All right. Yeah. So I, I kind of just want to do a little bit of an Is update on, uh, you know, um, Operation Iraqi Freedom. Thirteen years on. Um, Is there like an anniversary or something? Well, not. No. Well, no. I mean, I guess the anniversary would have been in March. Um, Thirteen year anniversary. But um, but last Thursday, yeah, uh, Vice President Joe Biden uh, went to Iraq and went to Baghdad. And stated that Iraq was trending in a more stabilizing direction, is the quote. Okay. Is it now? Right now. Okay. Right? So, um, okay. So it was so stable that the trip was shrouded in secrecy because of security concerns right. and nobody <laughs> knew he was going there. Right? right? Um, so, so he's gone there. And literally, when he's leaving Iraqi airspace, yeah. the followers of the Shia cleric Muqtad al-Sadr in numbers of tens of thousands storm the American made green zone of uh, Baghdad and basically ransack the parliament. Yeah. Where he was. Yeah. I mean, he was in the green zone. So the green zone was created in the first year of the war and it's supposed to be the most stable place in Iraq, all of Iraq since 2003, essentially Um, a four mile compound uh, blast proof walls, um, you know, guards armed to the teeth all around it. Yep. And essentially what happened was that there's this cleric who, during the actual war and during the insurgency part of it, 2004 to 2008, um, the Americans called him the most dangerous man in Iraq. Yeah. Um, this guy, Muqtad al-Sadr. He had his own militia called the Mahdi Army and so on. See, the guy that looks like Rambo. <laughs> no about Rambo. Yeah, there's like, a, there's like a, no joke. There's like an uh, Iraq uh, militia dude who legit is like the Iraqi Rambo. Really? really? I'm not making this up. Uh, he, so, but th- you know what? Here's the thing: is he's that amazing. He, he's not. He's not a fighter. He's oh, different. He's a, yeah. He's a cleric. Rambo he's a, fights. He's, yeah. So this guy. No, this guy is just a leader. He's a religious leader who are of the Shia, who are the you know majority population there, right? Yeah. Um. So. Essentially, what's happening is that so Joe Biden and the Americans and Obama administration, their biggest thing with Iraq is ISIS, right? That that for for them, the problem of Iraq is the fact that ISIS holds territory there for Iraqis. Their problem is that the government is hopelessly corrupt Um, and we are backing a guy 
who is also kind of backed by Muqtad al-Sadr, so this guy Abadi, who is the prime minister, who's trying to do these reforms. Muqtad al-Sadr is basically forcing his hand by pushing him along to do the reforms, anti-corruption reforms. And as a result, we are also, in effect, backing the Iranians because the Iranians also back, to a certain extent, Muqtad al-Sadr. That's the situation in Iraq where... It's trending towards stability. <laughs> the parliament's ransacked the day after the guy leaves. And then we also had our first combat death of an American soldier. I saw that. Um, of a Navy SEAL. Man, that's bad. Um, we've got approximately 5,000 soldiers from different forces altogether. So basically the size of a brigade, um, but sort of special forces, all sorts of different stuff. Um and now they're thinking about, and they're supposed to be just an advisory role, right. but they, Ash Carter, the defense secretary announced, no, this was a combat death. So now they're like, we so they're fight fighting. More. Yeah, they're fighting. And this is, if you know, you know, you go look back to history, this is how the Vietnam War escalated. It yeah. started out as advisors. Um, four years after that, we had, you know, 400,000 troops in there. Right. Um, so um, we'll see. That's, that's what's going on with that Iraq policy uh, year, years on. What do you think should be done about that? Is, does America have any role? I mean, what role should they play? I think we should have sent more troops over. Should have or should? Uh, should have. I don't. I don't. Now I think pull out. But I think pull out. We should have. We should have had more troops there. Um, I think the Obama administration is basically setting up the next administration. They're screwed, right? To probably escalate. Oh, you think? Because mm-hmm. now all we need is one excuse. He shot one of our guys. Well, yeah, I mean that people. that you know. But why? Why would why would they want to send more people over? There's, what's there to gain anymore? The fear of is it just like because we don't want to lose. Well, yeah, there's that right there. There's the notion of sort of declaring victory and leave. I mean, that, that's the thing is that both the wars that we're in right now, the sort of formal and informal wars of yeah. Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, trying to figure out a way to declare victory and leave. Right. Right. That those conditions have to be met so that you can sort of do that. Um, but in Iraq, it's going really badly. In in Afghanistan, it's not going much better. No. Um, and so essentially, the administration is setting up the next administration, whoever it's going to be, uh, to probably escalate because more, if, if that's the first combat death, unfortunately, there's going to be more. Right. right? There's going to be more. Um, the Iraqi army is already collapsing. Uh, they're supposed to be trained and ready to take on the fight for themselves, to f- attack Mosul and so on, the ISIS stronghold. Not going to happen without American help. Right. Um, and so what's going to happen if Americans help and, you know, ISIS downs one of our aircraft, kills a few of our guys, tortures them or something like that? We're going to sit back and do nothing? I don't think so. No. Um, so I think, you know, the fact that 5,000 fighters we have there now is going to probably be escalated. And, and do you th- th- I, 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 my question is that, should it be? Ugh, I don't know. I mean, no. I think it's time to come home. It's, I think it's done. Well, I think that's there was, first, first of all, it's politically impossible. You can't just pull out. No, but right? we, we shouldn't be fighting. Either side. Either side. We should, we should not be there fighting. I don't, I don't believe in sending more people there. I, I don't think it's winnable. I think at this point, the damage is done. They've already lost it. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Isn't the whole place destroyed anyway? 
Well, I mean, it's it's a broken country. But right? what would be the point of staying? How about that? What's the point? You're not going to get the we won, declare. I, I suppose the idea would be to send enough troops to defeat ISIS. Yeah, but can't you uh, not defeat ISIS? I mean, they're a terrorist organization. Well, you can. You, there's no like. Well, there's there's, no there's thing to blow there's, up. Well, no, there, are, there. That's the difference, right? So unlike Al Qaeda. Which was totally an underground organization that was transnational and so on. Which ISIS, is still around. Which is still around, um, but uh, they're they're more they're more you know liberal um, than ISIS. Um, <laughs> but um, they ISIS actually has uh, a territorial desire, right? That they want to actually create a physical state where their interpretation of Islamic law operates. Right. Um, that is their political vision. Um, so unlike Al-Qaeda, which was there specifically to wreak sort of terrorist ha- havoc on certain targets around the world that are American embassies, you know, Twin Towers, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, these guys are actually saying that we're building a state. Right? Let them build it. You know? I don't care. <laughs> I hope it's nice. We're, you got to get out. It's really ridiculous. At this point, it's one of those things where we just forever have to go, yeah, we fucked up there. We didn't win. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. You just gotta accept the fact that it's over. I, and also, people don't want to hear about people in America don't want to hear about people dying in the Middle East anymore because not, we're not getting anything from that. They're, we don't care enough as long, as far as we're concerned. There's no winner. You know, I don't I don't know a lot of people that go around one caring that we lost mm-hmm. to even thinking about it. You think about it when you hear something like this. So, well, I don't know if it's I mean, the thing is it's not it's not in a vacuum, right? It's not that okay, you walk out of there and therefore okay, we'll take that loss, but it won't affect us el- elsewhere. I think that's that's the worry. Where is um, it going to affect them? Um, essentially, if if the U.S. just sort of pulls out yeah. of the region, yeah. the Israelis will get nervous and they will start getting an itchy finger about perhaps going to war with Iran. Um, and the Saudis will also get worried because they depend on U.S. backing for regional security. Um, Nuclear weapons really messed this up. Because huh? <laughs> now you can't just go, fuck them, let them fight. <laughs> Because the fight would just get so out of hand, it's, it it would the earth will be destroyed. So you have to you have to stick around because of that. It's pointing in a direction where this is going to be a terrible, terrible mess that the next president is going to have to deal with. Which is interesting because Barack Obama was elected because he was going to end the war in Iraq, right? And um, and that was going to be it, right? That was the yeah. Bush administration thing. But here we are now, from you know 2001 going into 2016 at war um, with no end in sight. And to that chicken. <laughs> That's really disgusting, Ahmed. Yeah. All right. So number three, what are we doing here? Okay. Where uh, are we going? All right. Um, what does this word mean? The U.S. You? female soccer team. <laughs> I'm shocked no, you haven't no, talked no, about we that. No, you know what? Yeah. I feel like I should bring that up, but I'm not going to do that. I think it's a little too week. late now. Is it passed? Uh, I mean, I, I don't think passed? the suit has happened. And yeah. So it'll yeah. come back. And, I know. Equal pay for women's soap passe. Yeah. You're just you're uh, not interested in that. Right. It's Supreme Court and uh, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> 
All right, where are we so going? actually, um, it is Supreme Court. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, 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 for, yes. I swear yeah, to God. Yeah. I know you did. That's how nerdy you are, though. That honestly, it's like, yeah, he probably are. You probably. Are. I li- I literally have Supreme to ed- Court. Mike. I literally have to edit it out, right? I I, I I I do that because I get I get this these you know emails with I bet, like, Supreme I, Court news every day. It's very I bet, interesting. I bet you were the type of kid that like. <laughs> Wish that they had Supreme Court trading cards. Yeah, oh, that would be like, cool. Like I've got Kennedy. <laughs> I'll give you. Yeah. I'll give you one yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. My skills for your Clarence right. Thomas. Right. And then you get to vote on different things. Oh awesome. my god, Maybe that's a good yeah. game. You Please just don't of. tell your kids this. All right. All right. Okay. So here's here's the question. What does this word mean to you? Brexit. 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 B r e x i t. It's like a place where you. Eat breakfast while you're exiting something. <laughs> Not Here's close. Your egg, please exit. <laughs> Brexit. Okay, so this year in June, the British are deciding whether or not to leave the European Union. All right, so you might remember that two years ago that the Scots voted on whether or not to leave the UK. Yeah. Uh, now the British themselves. They stayed in. They stayed. They, yeah, they decided to stay in. I think they won by 10, but it was like 55 to 45 okay. um, to stay in. Um, but now the Brits themselves are going to decide whether or not they want to leave the EU or not. What do you think William Wallace would think of that vote? Oh, my God. Like, that's my, my brain just went to that. Yeah. William getting his head chopped off. I know. Now they don't have to fight. They I can know. just vote. I know. They can and leave. Vote for and it's it. like, you pussies. Yeah. I was battling people with right. blue shit on my face. Right. All you guys got to do is, is pull a lever. Screaming freedom at the moment of death. Oh, yeah. Poor guy. And, and now, he died for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. I, Literally. I he did. He died for nothing. <laughs> now they're just like, I don't want to go outside yeah, and vote. Right. We'll stick with the English a yeah. little longer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So they're they're voting essentially, and here's the thing that's sort of interconnected of it all, is that the Syrian... Uh, war as well as the turmoil in Iraq has created this massive refugee crisis that is now affecting Europe. Um, it's a, you know, uh, unfolding, slow moving like, like human tragedy. The whole place right? left, right? Like the whole place is gone. What do you mean? In Syria. Like everybody got up and left. Well, as many who could. And, you know, there's still millions of people who are trapped there it's who are getting killed and so on. It's, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, so that has created this, you know, humanitarian tragedy. Um, and essentially, there are parties within the British government. So the, the British government is a parliamentary system. And so if you don't get the majority of the right. votes for, for, for uh, parliament, um, you have to work with a coalition, right, to, to govern. So it's the conservatives, and that's David Cameron, who's the leader there. Yep. And then you've got something called the UKIP party, which is the UK Independence Party, who are their partners in the coalition. So okay. they then have the majority. Okay. Part of the deal with having this coalition is that UKIP demanded said, okay, we'll have a coalition with you only if you, it, two years down the line, you give us a vote on whether to leave the EU or not, because that's what they're all okay. about. Yep. And so now that's happening. And their argument is, is that Europe's borders and part of the, part of the thing with the EU is that they have a sort of common border law. And so once you get into Europe, you can go, you can go where it's yeah. like the United States, right? You don't need mm-hmm. visas and so on, mm-hmm. where, you know. 20 years ago, you did. Now you don't. Um, and so their argument is that we need to better police our borders uh, because of the threat of terrorism and also because of economic reasons uh, and the migrant pressure coming from the South 
uh, is too intense. And because Brussels is writing our migration law, um, we are losing our sovereignty. Right. And therefore, we have to leave. The law says, and this is, it's a convention, so it has the force of treaty, which says that if you identify, if somebody presents themselves as a refugee, you have to, you can't just turn them away, right? Yeah. You can't sort of, you know, turn their boats back. Um, and so there's a couple things going on. One, there's a legal, but I would even say more so even moral duty to help these people. Um, and then secondly, the, the, que- the, the sort of argument that they're secretly ISIS. Yeah. People fleeing ISIS are secretly ISIS. I know. Um, I believe is, that. I don't know why. Yeah, no, no, no. I think many <laughs> I think people do. Told. Right, right. That, that these, you know, hundreds of thousands, there's two million people in refugee camps in Turkey right now. Two million yeah. in ca- outdoor camps. There's, they spent the whole winter there, right? Babies and stuff like I that. Know, it's so terrible. Right? Um, and these guys are somehow ISIS, right? I mean, that, that, that's, that's the argument. So a lot of what's going on with this Brexit thing is, is essentially about policing of borders. Yeah. Um, which is, I, mean, I just find it's, it's ironic, right? That if you go back a century um, from the 1850s to like the 1950s, 60 million Europeans went all over the world and colonized it. Right, right. Trab migrated right all over the world with power, um, and now there's a reverse migration essentially yeah. from those countries and yeah. many of the countries that they did colonize. Um, and now the now the walls are coming up. So this is this is kind of a big deal. Like if the British leave the EU, um, do you think they will? So they yeah. won't do it. They won't do it. I don't know. I don't know. When is the vote? Uh, June twenty third. Wow, it's coming yeah, up. It's coming up. It's we have coming to remember up. to come back to this. Yeah, point. yeah. It's going to be an interesting. Uh, outcome so we'll see so let's do a quick prediction um how do you think bernie stays until the end yeah i think he he'll definitely stay and i mean i he he has to stay until california because he's polling really well there and it's the biggest state okay and my second question is are you willing to make a call on trump hillary um do you win yeah Wow. I want you to be like, you know, you called out all these guys that wrote all this stuff. Right, right. Oh, before. my God. Yeah, so yeah. Now I want to get now, on the record. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I want you to put it in stone. So I can, you know. Um, You're going to eat right. this computer. And then, and then I will eat the stone afterwards if I'm wrong. How about uh, this? Right. You don't eat right. on the next right. podcast. Oh, my God. And me and G. That is worse. Order giant burgers yeah. and fries that's, nachos. That's cruel. You got to say it right that's now. That's really cruel. You don't eat if you get this wrong. Okay. I think Hillary's going to win. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. That down. So, yeah. All right. So, um, looking forward to next week. Uh, Any elections before next week? Or yeah. Maybe? So, so the, well, there's going to be the Guam uh, Democratic Caucus, which yep. has uh, 12 delegates. <laughs> but um, the, the Guam? Guam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, holdover from American imperialism. Um, and then May 10th. Um, no one goes west. No one goes campaigning in Guam. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they they don't. It's like you go uh, to a tiny little cafeteria. And all of Guam shows up, right? Right. And you beg them. How many delegates do you get from Guam? Twelve. Twelve. But then you only get thirty-seven from West Virginia. Did you so imagine if that election was so close? It was like, what got you? And they're like, fuck, I didn't, I didn't spend enough time in Guam. <laughs> you know, that would be that would be. Something. I'm really not known in Guam. <laughs> okay, so here's here. Uh, I'm going to do another prediction. Okay, all right. So I think um, May 10th is the next sort of pretty big one. Yep, or fairly big one for the Democrats. Um, it, it doesn't matter for the Republicans anymore. Yeah, no. Um, so done. so um, Trump needs to lay low. Yeah, yeah. Right he now. just has to sort of coast upwards. Look, just look awesome. Um, 
West Virginia. Yeah. And I think I think Bernie's going to take West Virginia. You do? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Working class, white state. Yep. Um, I think uh, that's going to happen. So... I think that'll you're right. Be two in a row, and that'll be two in a row. Yeah, no others that day. No others that day. Okay. The, the 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 Republicans have a Nebraska primary, but again, it's yeah, sort okay. of irrelevant. All right, so um, this is no politics at the dinner table. Uh, we'll be back next week. That's right, and um, we'll see what happens. All right, see you then. <laughs> 